Hello beauties and welcome to a new episode of Tea Talk with Shah. Before I get into all the topics that we're going to discuss today, I just want to thank you all so much for listening to the podcast, telling your friends about the podcast, commenting on my Facebook page and emailing me. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. We are growing our listenership slowly but surely, and it's all because of you. So you guys are the best. My beauties are the best. Just know that. All right. So this is going to be a show for the books. We're going to be talking about a new celebrity couple, the new music coming from Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, what's hot in Netflix right now. Um, some tragic news in Lebanon and then a rap, a rapper getting out of jail soon. I don't know. We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to look into a deep dive about celebrity mansion parties. Are they really raising COVID rates the way that the news is saying? We're going to be covering all this and more. Stay tuned, beauties. Let's get into Tea Talk with Shah. Okay, beauties, let's get straight into our trending topics. Tiffany Haddish and Common are confirming that they are indeed a couple. They're a super cute couple, and Tiffany went on a podcast last night and confirmed that she is dating the rapper, and they've kind of been in a relationship since March. A lot of the stands of Tiffany and Common will have noted that they immediately started quarantining together in March when everything started going crazy with COVID. So the stands could pick out they were in the same rooms as each other and that, you know, they had been possibly dating and, you know, Tiffany and Common were trying to keep it under wraps, but that they had thought that there was something a little bit more than what they were saying, that they were just friends, quote unquote. So now she's come out and revealed officially that they are a couple. So they're such a cute couple. Congrats to them. I hope it works out. I really like the two of them individually. So, I mean, of course I ship it as a couple. I don't know if other people ship it, but I really think they're a cute couple. So I'm happy for them. Let's see where this goes. Maybe a little half rap, half comedy tour. Like, you know, mix it up, you know, give it a little something. I don't know. The kids will live for it, but congrats to you guys. (laughs) Let's move on to the next topic. So yesterday I was cruising on my timeline and I happened to see a graphic for a new single called WAP by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Now, you know, I love my Cardi B and she's actually came out publicly and said that she hasn't been dropping music. She's been home with her family, working on her family unit. You know, she's married to Offset. She has a little girl named Culture and she's just doing her family thing right now. And she also said that she loves Meg Thee Stallion. Now this is previous to them working together. Cardi was just going off about how much she loved Meg, how much she liked her music, and she really wanted to give Meg time to shine. So she didn't want to put out new singles or new projects. She just wanted to lay low, enjoy her family, enjoy her beautiful new mansion in Atlanta, and just let Meg have her shine. Now this was months ago. So lo and behold, 
these two were in the studio cooking something up together. So I cannot wait to hear on Friday what this sounds like. I hope it slaps. I'm so ready for a new anthem. You know, we're going through so much right now. We really just need a good turn up record. So I hope this is that. And, you know, we just salute Meg as a non-problematic queen. She's worked with everyone, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, now Cardi. It's just like she'll work with any and everyone. And she seems to have a good rapport with almost everyone, you know, so we stand. She's so unproblematic. She's just in her lane coming for her cake. Like she's not really out here to be in any kind of petty beef with anybody. I really can't say anyone besides <clears throat> a short R&B singer that may not like Meg the Stallion right now. So, you know, if we just stand unproblematic queen, somebody we can all get behind, you know, even if you don't love her music, like what's not to love about a rump shaker? You know, everybody loves a good song. You can just put on the car and just bop, you know what I mean? Like, that's what she's giving. And I love it. I, I really hope it's a good song. Can't wait to hear it on Friday. I'll probably hear it like Thursday night because, you know, I can't wait. <laughs> OK, so now we're going to move on to a more serious topic. And last night, I actually ended up watching the whole series of Immigration Nation on Netflix. Now, I will say this series is very triggering, but it is also trending. So I definitely want to include it in the trending topics. It's basically a documentary that follows different families as they're going through the immigration process. It also deals directly with ICE agents and it gets their perspective on everything and how basically since the Trump administration, there's been a shift in how deportation works for ICE. So previously, ICE was a system that worked on, you stay in this country, but if you break the law, we're going to deport you based on you breaking the law and then also being in the country illegally. Trump turned around and said, nope, I don't care if you've broken the law. I don't care if you've been an upstanding citizen since you arrived here. If you don't belong here, you have to go. This is what Trump is saying. So the ICE agents are basically saying they're being stretched very thin. Um, there's recordings of ICE agents saying, I don't care what you have to do, bring in two people today and different things where they're actually talking about bringing people in that are not even on their list, that haven't done anything criminal, but that may be in this country on an expired visa or entered the country illegally. And I feel like it's important to shed light on this because it, it just cut me to my core to watch these people just go through what they're going through just to give their children a better life. I mean, some people are refugees. Some people just couldn't find work. Some people were involved with different gangs or different threats they were receiving in their regular, in their, you know, home countries that they had to come here. And just like the blatant disrespect that the ICE officer showed. like, And it's funny because one of the officers actually said, she said, it's crazy because people see us as villains and we don't get any respect. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, so you think that this documentary is going to get you more respect? I like them less than I liked them before, and I've always wanted ICE to be defunded. I think there's so many more ways that our tax dollars could be spent, 
But it's just crazy how they really thought like, oh, when they hear from our side of the story, they'll be more inclined to understand that we're just doing our jobs. I mean, I want you to watch it. I want you to watch it for yourself. And I want you to come up with your own opinions and go to my Facebook page, Tea Talk with Shaw. And go on there and make a comment what you thought if you go if you ended up watching it or just watching a few episodes of it, not the whole series, because it is extremely triggering. But then it's triggering. But at the same time, you don't have to live it, you know, so just thank God that you don't this is not your reality. The least you could do is make yourself aware of what these people are going through. I'm not saying you should sit there and be triggered for two or three hours, but I am saying that if it's triggering you just to watch it imagine living it so I don't want to give too much away but I I think you it's much it's so it's it's much watch tv please watch it you know and let me know what your comments are on the Facebook page or leave me a message on the app and just let me know what you really think because I'm eager to know what people's reactions are and also you know you can tell by the interviews that ICE cooperated with this documentary and I I wonder what their motive for cooperating was because they looked terrible. You know, they just look terrible as an agency. Um, and it just, it just makes people just think more and more, why are we funding this with our tax dollars? Like this is, this is a gross practice. It's disgusting. It's, it's basically head hunting inside of our borders, you know, for lack of a better words. So definitely watch that and let me know what you think after you watch it. All right, let's move on to the next trending topic. Another sad one, unfortunately. There was a huge explosion in Lebanon today. The story is still developing. There's not much known about the intention of the explosion, if it was indeed a bomb or something else that was exploded. Um, their main concern is trying to get as many people to safety as possible. At this time, there are 30 dead and 3000 injured. Um, you know, more to follow on this. Hopefully by next week, they'll have more of an understanding of what happened. But of course, our prayers and thoughts go to those affected in Lebanon and those, you know, just worldwide that have ties to Lebanon. We're praying for you. Um, our thoughts are with you and it's just, it's so sad. I don't know what the cause was. Um, but this is just, we just, this violence, like 2020s just won't let up. It won't let up. We had a tropical storm in the Northeast today. They had a bombing in Lebanon. It's just like 2020, please. Like you have us in a chokehold. Let go, let go already. Um, But all jokes aside, we are praying for these people that are injured, that all of them pull through. And those that have died, we're praying for comfort for their families. This is just devastating. And, um, you know, we just for those that may be listening internationally, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you um, and and spread the word and let people know what's going on. Okay, the next trending topic is Bobby Shmurda is up for probation. So those that you may not know, Bobby Shmurda came out with a hit song and he had everybody doing the Shmurda dance all summer long and then poof, he went to jail. And that was basically the end of what we knew of him. Well, apparently he took a deal that would allow someone in his crew to not have to serve a sentence. He took an eight-year deal 
And I guess he served enough of it, about 70% of that sentence that he is going to be released in about two weeks. His lawyers say that everything is looking good and that, you know, if nothing else happens, he should be ready for release in a number of weeks. So if that is the case, welcome home, Bobby. Um, and we wonder, you know, that hit was such, was such a smash summer hit. Will he come out with new music? Will he be focusing on other ventures once he gets out of prison? Like nobody knows, you know, we're not sure. Um, but, you know, wishing him all the best. And those are our trending topics this week, beauties. Stay tuned for the deep dive. Okay, beauties, you know what I'm going to say. This is my favorite part of the podcast (laughs) where we dive into something that needs to be brought to the forefront or that you may have never heard about. So this is something I'm sure you've heard about, but I think I have a different take on what you've been hearing. So we're going to talk about celebrities having mansion parties and how that risks our health as regular people trying to do what we can to slow the spread of COVID. So these celebrities are having different mansion parties. We've all seen James Charles. He threw a party for his TikTok friend, LeRae, and um, the dragons, Nikita Dragon was out and all the celebrities were out. Tana Mojo, Jake Paul, they've all been having parties in their Beverly Hills mansion. There was a huge party in Jackson, New Jersey a couple weekends ago. 700 people were there when the cops pulled up. You know, NFL players have been throwing mansion parties in Beverly Hills. So people are coming out and throwing these mansion parties because A, clubs are not open and B, people are sick of being in their homes at this point. You know, it's still summer. It's still hot. People are still trying to social distance, but they're becoming more and more tired of being in the house, being cooped up. And this is what's causing a lot of these people to throw house parties. Now, having a house party when you own a mansion (laughs) and you have celebrity influence is something different than having a house party with one or two people that you may know. Now, just yesterday, a lot of states restricted the number of people that you can meet indoors, that you can meet around indoors because of these parties. But I feel as though these parties are causing more of a health risk than people really understand. They're having these huge mansion parties. They're not socially distancing. They're not wearing their masks. They also have large followings of teen children. Now, as most people know, they're trying to figure out the school situation for our kids that are going back to school in the fall. Now, a lot of school, a lot of states that are hotter in the summer begin to go back to school in August because it would be too hot for their students to continue through June like we do in the Northeast. So a lot of these schools and these children are already planning on going back to school. They see their favorite celebrities throwing parties, not wearing masks, hanging out together in large groups. And they're thinking, well, sure, that means COVID is over. I can do whatever I want and I don't have to wear my mask either. I can just be out and about, dipping and doing, not wearing my mask, not doing this, not doing that. And these celebrities don't see how their influence is influencing other people. 
You know, since the beginning of COVID, people have been saying it's not real. It's a hoax. It's a government plan. It's some type of plant to make people stay home or whatever they're saying. But healthcare providers on the front lines have told people in more ways than one, people are dying every day. People are losing their loved ones. They're not even able to say goodbye because it's so contagious. They don't want anyone else around. Um, you know, they're, they're watching people say goodbye to their loved ones via FaceTime, you know, and then turning around and hearing people say they don't believe it's real. They don't want to wear a mask. So for whatever reason, it's highly contested that COVID is real. And unfortunately we are a society that is driven by celebrities. We're obsessed with them. We put them on a pedestal, whatever they do, it makes it cool for us to do it. So it's definitely one of those things where they need to use their influence to be a good example and practice social distancing. And you know what? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to do the right thing 24 seven. But when you post it for your fans to see, at least be doing the right thing, like wear your mask, social distance on the things that you post, you know, if If the paparazzi catches you doing something otherwise, then they catch you doing something otherwise. But why make it be something that you're posting to your fans and showing them that you don't want to wear a mask? Like, that's insane. That's insane. Like, you should never use your influence to do something that could harm people. You know, you are a role model whether you want to be or not, especially TikTokers. I mean, what are kids obsessed with today? It's TikTok. I even got dragged into doing some in the beginning of quarantine, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) Because, you know, they like it. It's fun. It's social. It's dancing. They can use their creativity, whatever. I have no problem with it. But the TikTokers especially... You have to realize that you have these young kids that are looking up to you. They want to be like you. And if it's not a concern of yours, it doesn't make them feel like it should be a concern of theirs. And that's the major problem that we're coming up on. Because more than their parents, more than their families, more than their friends, they're looking up to celebrities. And celebrities just don't seem to care. And because they don't care, they're passing that non-care on to the teens. I mean, a county in Georgia opened up the first day. They had 260 cases of COVID the first day to the point where they had to go back to at-home learning that very next, for the very next week because it just wasn't working out at all. It's hard to, it's hard to get teens and kids for that matter to practice social distancing and wear a mask when we can't even get adults to do it. You know, I just saw a clip of designer, that rapper talking about he doesn't believe it. It's BS. He's going to be outside whether people like it or not. Like not to say anybody still follows him, but somebody might. And a lot of people have that kind of same nonchalant attitude about how it's coming off to the public that they just don't care enough to protect their communities and protect those that are immune compromised around them by wearing their masks and social distancing. You know, they, if anything, they need to spread the message that this is serious and people are dying. And that's why I chose it for the deep dive, because it's not something that people probably aren't aware of, but I think that it's important as young people to take a stance of this is very serious and I'm going to be compliant and follow the rules of my state, 
whatever they may be. And if I live in a state that is lax, I'm going to use my own common sense to know that if this weren't serious, we wouldn't be going through all this. You know, just think about it rationally. When have you ever seen the economy stop for this long in your lifetime? Never. They wouldn't do that if this wasn't a serious threat and we have to take it as such. Um... And then also I feel like it causes um, FOMO syndrome, like you wish you were here syndrome when they start to Snapchat and Insta story themselves and make cute little boomerangs and everybody's like, yeah, like I wish I was out there doing that instead of being in the house, social distancing with my family. Like, of course they want to be out doing things and things that are safe and low risk, like meeting at a park, not touching each other. Wearing your mask is fine for them to do, but trying to influence them into having close, risky parties with each other because they see their favorite TikTokers or their favorite beauty gurus doing it is wildly irresponsible. And it's crazy because they don't think of it that way. They're like, well, I'm just living my life. I'm not going to stay in the house all summer. And maybe you don't want to stay in the house all summer. And, you know, that's understandable. There's safe things that you can do, but you can't use your influence to influence people in the wrong ways. And we really have to start taking more accountability for the things that we put online, especially celebrities. Like, you can't handle it? Hire a publicist. You know, hire somebody to do that for you. You have millions and millions of subscribers. And that's the thing. They're mostly teens and they're mostly kids. You don't wear your mask. You don't social distance. You're always in your friends' houses, out and about. And you're just, you're causing the wrong example. And it's crazy because when people call them out, then they just try to apologize. Like, I'm not going to put this, um... I'm not going to put the clip from the party in my vlog because I don't want people to think I'm glamorizing going out and being in large groups during a pandemic. Yeah, you're not glamorizing it, but you're doing it, you know, and you doing it is more than just glamorizing it. So, you know, for the celebrities that are out there doing it, you shouldn't be for the celebrities tweeting and people coming at them, like tweeting about like, oh, you got to stick up your butt. Da, 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 da. No, like they're calling out something that could be endangering others. And if they're not smart enough to not put it online, then other people should comment and, to, and check them and be like, listen, this is wildly irresponsible. You don't see all these kids that follow you that want to do exactly what you're doing and have the quote unquote parties that you're having at the hype house and all this other craziness. Like these kids want to do exactly what you do. So you turn around and do dangerous behaviors in front of them. It's absolutely uncool. Like it's uncool and we really have to stop and think and look into your research and just take a step back and think about it. You know, everybody is not going through this for nothing. This is a really serious threat. We need to wash our hands. We need to social distance. We need to wear our masks and we need to keep groups that are inside to less than 25 point blank period. (laughs) And that's the deep dive for today, guys. Comment and let me know what you think about 
mansion parties, large gatherings, celebrities with nonchalant attitudes towards COVID. How does that make you feel? And then how does it make you feel as a person who's thinking about sending all the kids and their communities back to school? (laughs) in just a few short weeks like how does that make me feel like let me know what you guys think about that because I just think that's just insane for that to even be on the table um but if it is we're gonna have to definitely change our attitudes towards mask wearing and social distancing okay guys this has been the deep dive Okay, beauties, you know what I'm going to say. This is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you. I just want to thank you for listening to this episode and thank you for sharing and liking and subscribing. You guys are truly the best. Follow the Facebook page, Tea Talk with Shah, where you can leave me comments, feedback, whatever. You can do it on that page. You can do it here in the Anchor app. And just thank you guys so much for supporting me. You don't understand how much it means to me as a budding podcast. We are getting this off the ground. It's going to be our podcast. Like I said in the beginning, I want you guys to give your feedback and like make it our own. And as I always say, arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. There's still petitions out there. Donate what you can until we get the justice that she deserves. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. Be kind, be smart, and enjoy your life. Bye, beauties. This has been Tea Talk with Shah. Bye.